Jen, can you hear me? Hey, Daniel. Welcome to the Jim Lowry Writes Podcast. (laughs) All right. Hey, well, everybody, welcome to our official Lata Podcast. As you know, my name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I have the privilege of interviewing a best-selling author. Now, before I go all out into the introductions, I want us to pray that all of us stick around, all of you that are listening, because I know that the Holy Spirit is about to do His thing, and you are going to be blessed. So I want to welcome Daniel Talley, like I said, the best-selling author of Note to Self, Faithful Inspiration and Aspiration. All right, tell us a little about you, Daniel. Okay, well, thank you, Jen, so much for having me on your show, your podcast. I really, really appreciate that. Um, so a little bit about me. First of all, let me say this. I love the Lord Jesus. That's the, that's the first thing I want everybody to know about uh, Daniel Talley. Uh, beyond that, I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. I am a, uh, an Air Force veteran. <clears throat> I'm a graduate of Howard University. 21 years uh, to my beautiful wife, Toria, and uh, two, two kids, uh, Darius and my daughter's name is Wisdom. Uh, as far as professionally goes, I spent probably about 15 years in various capacities working uh, in the human resources field. But uh, in 2001, um, an opportunity came to me, and I, I need to share, share, share this with you guys because there's a testimonial there. Um, in 2001, a church member of mine came to me, and, and he said, hey, Daniel, how would you like to go, in, go into business with me? And I said to him, okay, what kind of business is that? And then he, he boldly stuck his chest out, and he said, the cleaning business. I looked at that dude and I said, look here, guy, um, I don't like cleaning out my own toilet. What makes you think I want to clean someone else's out? Not that there's not that there anything wrong with that, but I'm thinking, well, I didn't go to college and I didn't go to the military to be cleaning out a toilet. But I said, I said to him, I tell you what, let me go home, let me pray about it, and I'll let you know tomorrow. So, of course, I told him that, but I had no intentions on, you know, trying to do this kind of stuff. But I went home and I prayed about it, and God said, I want you to do this. And I'm looking, I'm looking up at the ceiling and saying, really, you really want me to do this? And he said, yes, I want you to do this. So reluctantly, I went back to the guy and I said, okay, listen, um, I'll help you. I don't know anything about stripping and waxing floors or anything, but, and I, I went to school, have business with you. Yeah, maybe I can help you from the business aspect. So about a week later, there was a minister in our church that came in. Now, I never met the guy. Now, I knew his parents because his parents were members there, but I didn't know him. First time I ever saw him. So he's on the pulpit. He's speaking in tongues and all that. And then he says, there, you there sitting on the front row. I'm looking around like, who is this dude talking to? And because I was the only one sitting on the front row. So he points to me and he says, that's right. I'm talking to you. And what God wants me to tell you is, is that a business opportunity has been offered to you. Mm-hmm. And he has given you everything that you need in order for you to be successful. So fear not. Now, I have to tell you that the, 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 the hairs on the back of my neck stood up because there's no way that man could have known. There's no way that man could have could have possibly have known that. Mm-hmm. So being the doubting Thomas that I am, um, God always has a way of sending confirmation. Whenever he tells me to do something, he always, he always sends me something or someone to say, listen, I want you to do this because he knows I'm hard at it. <laughs> so I went I, I went to the at the end of the service, I went to the preacher and said, excuse me, sir. Um, did he tell you anything else? And he said to me, uh, no, sir, that's all I have for you. That's it. So I took those, that as being my marching orders to go ahead and proceed with this cleaning business. But because uh, what I didn't realize is that seven years fast forward from there, 
that that uh, rather good paying HR job that I had, I would be unceremoniously shown the door by virtue of a layoff. And it, had I not had this cleaning business, I would have been, you know, out with uh, no job and, um, you know, no other prospects because this was, you know, during the, uh, you know, during the downturn. Um, and just to be short on it, just to, just to wrap this thing up with, with respect to the cleaning business, it's called Genesis Cleaning Services. But through this business, I've found that it's been, a, it's been a bit of a ministry for me because I've been able to witness to people, been able to pray for people. I've been able to give people counseling, uh, counseling by, by virtue of, you know, godly advice. Um, so it's really been quite a blessing and it basically set the stage for, you know, note to self, which would come out, you know, later on. So it's like every testimony that we share, it can be a powerful tool for other people to say, yes, I've had a similar experience, but they know mm-hmm. that if not, their day is coming because the Lord will work even in something that we think is minute. Even if we don't recognize it at the moment, like you said, fast forward seven years later, it had given you the provision that you needed. Then it led you to testimony and to preach and work with other people, to counsel other people, and then note to self. It's like you come, it's, it's, it's not even full circle. It's just we're in a continuous, eternal circle um, to spread the love of the Lord, no matter what we do. Whether it's human resources, a cleaning business, being an author, we have yeah. we have that in us to share. So first, I want to thank you for your service to the kingdom of the Lord and just for going out and living that call every day of the Great Commission for you to teach the nations with the words that God gives you. And I can tell that you do that in your every day. And second, I do have to say thank you for your military service as well. Um, My father was in the Army. My husband was in the Army. I've got so many family members um, in different branches of service. So I truly thank you for what you've done for our country. Um, Thank you. I would like to ask you, though, like, so with all of your background, what really was your turning point, your inspiration for Note to Self? Like, how did that even come to be? It's interesting. Uh, well, first of all, I want to say this for your listening audience out there. If you've never heard the voice of a knucklehead, listen up, because I am 100 percent knucklehead here. OK. And and the reason why I say that when I explain to you what I'm going to explain to you, you'll, you'll probably come to the conclusion. Yeah, you know what? That guy is a real knucklehead. I can understand why he calls himself that. Since 2009, God uh, began to give me uh, these little uh, I call them inspirational points, uh, points of encouragement, but I, 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 ta- I, I, I uh, coined the term poor man's proverbs. That's what I call them, the things that, he get, that he's been giving me. And uh, so when he would give me these, these poor man's proverbs, I would basically, you know, if I didn't write them down or go on social media and post them, I wouldn't remember them. That's why mm-hmm. I knew it was him talking to me. So, um, and sometimes it was a little aggravating because I'm out here working, my hands, I, I may be cleaning out of the toilet, and these 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 poor man's proverbs will come to me, and I and I'd have to say, man, come on, Lord, can't you at least wait till I'm done? <laughs> so I have to take, I'd have to take off my gloves and start posting around. Otherwise, I couldn't do it. So you know that that's kind of how that that uh, it sort of dragged out my days sometimes, but it's okay. I mean, it, it came when it came. So I began putting these things up, and then of course, uh, shortly thereafter, God started telling me, Daniel, I want you to write a book. And being the, you know, the strong Christian guy that I am, I boldly said to him, Lord, I ain't got time for that. I'm busy because, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I had all the stuff to do. I just have time, you know. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only procrastinator out there. God tells you to do something. But truthfully, that's what I did. So um, so for years, people kept, call, people kept uh, commenting, hey, Daniel, you don't understand. 
these things you're posting on social media, they're really inspirational. They're really helping me. I just want to say thank you. Keep them coming, you know. And of course, I would always say I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy that uh, that these that these uh, poor man's problems are helping you, or that they are encouraging. But I really can't take the credit for them because I'm not the one. I'm not the one writing this stuff. But uh, so this so this kept happening for years, and still God kept telling me, I want you to write this book. But again, being the lazy guy I am, I refused to do it. So one day he said, okay, Daniel, I'll fix your wagon. So he decided to stop giving them to me. Well, he slowed them down. Now, when that happened, that terrified me because I, quite frankly, as a person who likes helping people by nature, um, you know, when he turned off the spigot, I'm thinking, well, well gee, I can't help you. I can't help people anymore. So that mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, I think I, need to, think I need to get off my lazy butt and go ahead and, uh, and uh, put this book together. So that's what I wind up doing. Um, and basically, just for your listening audience, Note to Self is essentially, um, it is a book about the value of life, but more specifically at its core, it is a book that will help its reader to develop a better relationship with God. It's kind of like, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's set up like, like almost like little bullet points where there are lines at the bottom of each page where you can actually you know, write, notes, write notes to self. But this book, it's essentially, it's like holding up a spiritual mirror, if you will. And as you open up and it's looking at this mirror, it's all about self-reflection. So you open, so you're looking at this mirror, if you can imagine. And as you're reading these poor man's proverbs, and I'll give you three quick ones just to give your audience a flavor for what for what a poor man's proverb is. One of them, for example, is as you're looking at this mirror, does your brand of Christianity give Jesus a black eye? Mm. Now you're looking at this mirror and you ask yourself the question, and then you begin to think, okay. My brand of Christianity. Okay, I know when Christ was here, I know, you know, um, how he represented himself and I, what his life was about. Now, what about me? What am I doing? So, yeah, you begin to think about your own self because at the end of the day, Jen, nobody knows you quite like you. Amen. You know, everybody else has an opinion, but you know what you're doing. You know what's in your heart. You know what's in your head. You know, other than God, you and he, that's it. You know, so you begin to ask yourself these questions and it, it, and, and, and really, quite frankly, you know, you we all we all have the potential to, to be a little bit surprised at what comes out of this because sometimes we're doing things or not doing things and not even realizing that we're doing it because we haven't asked ourselves the question. So that's one. Another one, quick one is is ungratefulness is a blessing assassin. Ungratefulness is a blessing assassin. Now, if you think about what that means, anybody that has children, right? If you have if you have a child, you you bless your child with something. If that kid acts as if he doesn't appreciate or she doesn't appreciate what you're giving them as a parent, what are you going to do? You're not going to give them anything else because they haven't shown appreciation for what you have given them. And God is the same way. As I look at the spiritual mirror, I began to think, Lord, what, you know, I know you have a closet up there in heaven somewhere with, with a bunch of blessings in it that have my name on it with, mm-hmm. the, with the date of release on it. And what have I done by virtue of my ungratefulness that has caused you to take some of those blessings and rip off the label and put on there, okay, you were going to get this and we're going to get this in 2019, but because of your ungratefulness, I'm going to kick it up to 2020, you know, or better yet, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it at all. So you begin to think about, Lord, what have I been ungrateful about, you know, and, and what blessings have I assassinated by ungratefulness? And then another one of these things is, uh, your faith should always be the 800-pound gorilla in the room. Oh. Now, as I'm looking in the mirror, what am I, you know, what does that mean? Okay, Lord, if 
now, now Jen, let me ask you this. Ask, I'm, I'll ask you this and, any, and anybody listening to my voice. Wherever you are, if you're in the car, if you're in the bathroom, you're in your living room, wherever you are listening to this podcast, if there was an 800-pound gorilla sitting there with you, with you, don't you think you take notice? Of course you would, right? And if you and if you took notice of the 800-pound gorilla that that represents faith, any and everybody that is around you, they cannot help but to be encouraged influenced, empowered by the faith that they see in you. And furthermore, if you are that 800 pound gorilla worth of faith, there is no situation, no trial, no testimony that you cannot dominate over because you have 800 pound faith, gorilla faith. That Amen. is. So, so that's, that's these, that's just a, that, that's just a feel for the types of things that are in this book. I feel like, too, when I read your book, which I did, guys, I'm telling you, y'all need to get this copy. Um, when I read Note to Self, it was empowering for me. And when I would read each, like you called them bullet points or the poor man's proverbs, I would go, just just the way you wrote it. It was simple, yet it was challenging. It was to the point, yet it made me think even deeper you know what I'm saying it was like you could read it again and again and you and the words that would just come to my head would be like wow like I love how that was phrased you know wow I love how you know he put that out there because that really got me and so when you said Proverbs, I actually thought about the book of Proverbs and how it's an instructional guide for all of us and it mm -hmm. was coming from the king. And he mm -hmm. was writing to his son. And when you're doing the poor man's proverbs, you're writing to the everyday in the language that we speak, in the language that we can understand. And then we can apply those biblical principles right back with the word. Because everything in that book is aligned with the word of God. And so I will tell you, it is an inspiration. And it's an empowering question that we, you know, ask ourselves each day. We just might not put it in your words but it can ring true to many of us that are reading the book so i just mm -hmm. i want to thank you for listening to the word of god listening to the words that god has given you to speak and then then being bold and sharing them with other people because you know like you said i was thinking about always like what are the challenges that we face in our writing like, what do we have to overcome? And one of them, I know you said the word lazy, but I'm telling you, your work ethic, you're not lazy. <laughs> you might, then what motivated you was your fear. You said you had a fear that to speak it would stop. And yeah. maybe it was more for yourself, but then how could you help other people? And then stepping out, sometimes we need a little bit of fear in our lives to do that. And I think Absolutely. I think there are writers out there that have their fear. You can do the fill in the blank fear, whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, my words might not be good enough or what I have to say doesn't really matter. But we all have a voice and God gives us that unique voice to reach people in the world. So, mm -hmm. you know, other than that fear, I know you said time was a challenge for you, too. Were there any other challenges that you had to face as an author? Like, think about the authoring, you know, aspect of your journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there, there were a couple of things. But first of all, let me say this. When God asks you to do something, mm -hmm. um, he will give you what you need in order to be able to get the job done. Um, he's not going to ask you to do something and, and not give you, and not give you uh, what you need. Um, and furthermore, he will also send people to you. Um, to help you along the way. Um, so for me, 
Um, you know, let me just back up and say that I am a person that suffers from dyslexia, you know, and sometimes, uh, you know, it can be a real pain in the neck sometimes. Uh, you know, sometimes I will invert words or I'll omit words or I'll just, uh, in my mind, uh, the thought is very clear, but, but, but by the time I write it, it's what I wrote and what's in my head. Sometimes they will always mesh together. So that was something that I had to really work real hard at to try to overcome with respect to this. But the good thing about it is that as God was giving me these things, these were things that he was giving me. It wasn't like I had to, you know, create it myself. So it, right. it, it made it uh, simpler in that regard. But as far as sending people to help um, with some of the roadblocks, with some of these other roadblocks, um, as far as getting this book marketed, now I don't, I didn't, I mean, to be honest with you, I've never considered myself a writer by any stretch of imagination. In fact, English was one of, one of my, you know, uh, poor subjects in school, to be honest with you. Uh, wasn't something I was really that interested in. So that's why I said, for me, I know this is a stretch and I know it's not me doing it because, again, this is not something that I would have naturally done on mm -hmm. my own, to be honest with you. But uh, as far as the marketing aspect goes, there's a young lady by the name of uh, Diana Needham um, who is known as the Book Shepherd. And uh, I, I, I credit her as being, I call her my dot connector in the sense that when God gives you a mission, as he gave me a mission to write this book, uh, you know, there are, there, there are points along the way of that mission where you have to get from one station to the next, where she has been very instrumental in helping me to, to, uh, to get to some of these next steps by helping me to get this book marketed. So again, that's another example of people he sends, sends your way to help you. And even Jen, even yourself, I want to thank you so much because, you know, um, a lot of people may not have, may not have ever even heard of this book, Note to Self, if it wasn't for your show. So you too are serving as a dot connector um, um, for Note to Self, and I'm sure God will, will bless you for it and bless your readers for it as well, those who go out and, and decide to uh, take a chance and, uh, and check out Note to Self. Um, let me mention a couple other things. Sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, when God has you to do something and you do it, there are some unexpected benefits that you receive. Mm -hmm. So, for example, for me, when I was writing this book, a life was crazy for me. You know, I was, uh, uh, wife had had open heart surgery. Mm -hmm. um, I was having problems with uh, some financial issues with the business going on, things which was just very, very chaotic. But I have to tell you, while I was writing this book, any problem that I had stopped as I was writing this book. Now, of course, when I, you know, once I, you know, I would write it for, you know, I was four, five, three or four hours and then stop. And then, of course, when I stopped it, they, the problems would jump back on me again. But while I was writing it, I had not a care in the world. It was like everything was uh, peaceful, serene, um, uh, a virtual heaven on earth. Um, so that was a, that was a side benefit. And then I'll share this with you because I know that a lot of people listening to your podcast are people of faith. One day I'm driving home, um, trying to, I don't know, on the road 87 on a dark road where there's a deer jumping all over the place trying to die deer. And uh, I'm talking, I began to talk to the Lord and I said, you know, God, you know, I'm, I'm spending all this time and, and, and resources for this book. Am I wasting my time doing this? And then he says to me, I am the one that gave you the contents of the book, didn't I? Mm -hmm. And then the question to him was, well, yes, sir, you did. And then he says to me, note to self will be very successful. Now, how you define success and how I define success are not necessarily the same. And that's all he said. And Jim, when he told me that, that was enough for me to keep my mouth shut, put the, <laughs> doubt, put the doubt back in my pocket and keep on keeping on. I said, well, as much as it depends upon me, I will do everything that I can to help to make to help, help to make this book, you know, successful. And then, of course, God would have to do the rest. Right. 
And I do believe that writing is a calling. And people have different spiritual gifts. We have the gift of teaching. And it can come through with not only the connections that we have with people and we, you know, minister to them face to face and we counsel them or coach them face to face, but we can reach a lot of people with our writing. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that that is a calling that is placed upon our life. So whether you claim that as a part of your identity, I do believe that the Lord is telling you whether you think you are a writer or not, Daniel, you are. Oh, and that is okay. a part of your identity, not just as, you know, as a man, as a professional, but as a Christian. That that is a gift that God has given you because he is speaking those words through you, through the Holy Spirit and using you as a vessel. And so what you've done is you've just said, Lord, I'm open. Give me the word and I will pass it through. And so that book is really a God inspired book. Mm -hmm. So, yes, writing is a calling from the Lord, not just, and, and I love what you said about the success, because when we think, of course, you have been successful, you are that best-selling author, but like, what is your defining of success for note to self? Like to you, what do you hope to gain out of this? Well, what I hope to gain out of note to self is, um, well, uh, at the end of the day, I want people to begin to think about their relationship with God and to improve their relationship with God. Because at the end of the day, none of us are as close as we want to be. And I believe that note to self uh, is a movement. It's a movement in the sense that anybody that reads that book, um, if they, if they really, you know, do some true self reflection, the book has the potential to help them to become a better version of themselves. And if everybody in the world had an opportunity to do just that, we could change this world. This yep. world could be a much better place than what it is. And I don't have to tell anybody listening. All the world is in the world is in dire streets. All you got to do is just watch the news, you know. So, so that's that's important. And the, the, the other thing is that, um, you know, in the last chapter of the book, um, it's uh, it's the, it's um, there is a call to um, salvation um, prayer in that book uh, in that chapter. And for me, Jen, full compensation for me as far as what I want. If someone were to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, then as far as I'm concerned, because there's a way for them to email me and let me know that, and I hope that they would, uh, that would be, you know, that would be pure joy, pure conversation yes. for me. Because what what I didn't say is that when God gave me, um, told me to write this book, what He also told me was that hey, any money that this any money that this book makes, you are to give it to charity, all of it. And so he allowed me to pick the four charities, which I did. St. Jude is one of them. Oh, yes, um, we support St. Jude. Shayla's World is another one. Shayla's World is a, is a local charity um, here in the uh, Mebane, North Carolina area where they, um, they, uh, they help uh, parents with special needs children um, to sort of, uh, you know, they offer various services to them. And uh, Howard University, my alma mater, when I went there, if it had not been for if it had not been scholarships money available, I could have never have afforded to go there. So it's my way of paying back. And then, of course, uh, my church, Faith Baptist Church in Gibson, from North Carolina, has been uh, very, very supportive of me. So, you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of what that's um, you know what what the purpose of the book is. And like I said, it is a ministry of of, of sense. I don't necessarily consider myself. A preacher of any kind. I mean, people have called me a purposeful inf influencer. They've called me a general preacher, but I'm just a guy who want people to think about God at the but end it, of the day. That's what I am. 
it is a ministry platform and you are a teacher. So whether you want to say, you know, I'm a preacher, because, you know, when we think of the word preacher, you know, have we been called for a pulpit? You know, that's what we right. think of that word. Um, but you're a ministry leader. And you can, through the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, reach people, unreached people, people that may not, you know, attend church regularly or they may not study the word. You may, you know, through the words that God has given you may just light a fire in someone. And not only that call to salvation, which I felt was so powerful, I was like, Oh, I love how you ended it off. I love how you did that at the end of the book. And I was like, you know how you read books and you say, gosh, I wish I would have done that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, man, I wish I would have done that in my devotionals because that is what it's about. It is about us bringing people closer to Jesus. And when people read our work, you know, our people being, you know, influenced to turn their life around, but also turn their life to Christ. Right, so it's not right. just change a direction, change it towards a heavenly direction. So I pray that people, you know, if you go and you get note to self, I've already told my husband, um, I can't wait for him to read it. Um, he's a strong Christian man too, but he um, works with people in the prisons. My husband does a prison ministry um, here in Raleigh. Actually, and this is an excellent Say it again. I say this is an excellent resource for people that are in prison because yeah. those folks in there they need hope, and this book is all about it, it's all about hope. It helps you to it helps to encourage you and to motivate you. So definitely, that would be a a, a great application for Note to Sell for sure. And my husband loves to Kindle read, and he mm -hmm. has he has a Nook, and he just and he loves his you know his phone. He loves to read off the phone, and you know I've told him I've gifted you know note itself to him too because I want him to have those words so that way when he's ministering to people and um, he might need one of those sayings that you have you know he could pull it you know he can't use his phone in the in the prisons you know you can't take them in there when you're going but he can you know pull out his book he can have some short notes or you know he can memorize some of the sayings or you know maybe not get them verbatim but you know he could paraphrase some of your work while he's talking with other people. And I think it really could minister to heart um, of some of the guys that he's working with that we love that, you know, they go to church with us and, and, you know, we just love on them every week. And I feel mm -hmm. like some of your word could really be empowering for them too. Um, so I do want you to look at this from this day forward, you know, yes, this is a ministry platform, you know, that your writing is a calling that you have and just to continue to pursue it. And and I want to ask you, too, a lot of authors, you know, like, they'll say, how do you balance it all? Like, in our crazy lives, you know, we're leaving, leading full-time, you know, employment. We're doing so much. You know, how do you find time? I heard you say that you did, like, three to four hours a day when you were writing. Like, how did you balance everything? Well, I guess the, the best way of saying it is, is that I, Jenna, at the end of the day, I want to make God proud. I want to make him proud that he even took the time to even create me, mm. you know? And, and so whatever I can do to, 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 to find, to, to sort of be, to, you know, for him to feel, you know, proud that he created me, I'll do it, you know? And, and so oftentimes I don't, you know, and I know God's probably going to get me for this, but I don't, I don't sleep a whole lot, you know? Um, <laughs> I, you know 
and I, and, I, and I know that's not good because, you know, one of the things you're going to get judged for is how you treated the temple, how you treat the body. Well, I'm losing mm-hmm. on that deal because I'm not sleeping enough. But um, outside of that, I what he's been doing is that he's been freeing up my schedule. So in other words, you know, the, the cleaning business, although, it, you know, it's been a blessing. Um, we've had some financial uh, situations here lately where we've um, had to restructure some things, so which means that I'm not I'm not as busy as I was before. And I'm wondering why he's taking this stuff off my plate. Could it be that he's allowing he's going to give me the give me the time to be able to do more work with notes and stuff? And I certainly hope that that's that that is, in fact, what he's doing, because I would love nothing more, you know, than to go around the country, um, mm-hmm. you know, try. Uh, not just to promote a book. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is that I want to attach it from the standpoint of, you know, asking people, what kind of Christian are you anyway? And note to self, I can show them the direct correlation as to how note to self can help them to answer the very question, what kind of Christian am I? You know, so that's that's kind of that's kind of where I believe, uh, at least I hope and pray that's where he's that's where he's taking, which is why he's freeing up my schedule. But of course, you know, time will tell uh, in that regard. And then that takes work, too, from us because, you know, God does connect us with people. Mm-hmm. He, he sends us people, but he also gives us the fortitude to go out there and find people. Right. And so maybe right. that's a part where you're, you know, you're to do is that you're to, you know, to email pastors. You know, you're to reach out with connections and, and really try to build that base up. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, we say it's wonderful, you know, when God does allow things to fall right into our lap. But we also have Mm -hmm. a struggle in front of us, too, that we have that, you know, we got to push through. We got to sometimes push out of our comfort zone and say, you know, Lord, maybe it's time I'm going to start contacting. You know, I'm going to start putting that feelers out there. I'm going to start sharing more because marketing for me, it doesn't come natural. Like when you said the book promotion, that stuff does not come natural for me. And that's where we have to rely on the Holy Spirit to help us not only with the wisdom on how to do this, you know, but how can we reach more people for Jesus? And that is and that is a way, you know, that that we have to look at it. This is a business, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, this book is a part of, you know the calling and the business that God has put us in. Right. So we have to take on that just as if, you know, it's our other full-time business, you know, how much work effort do we put into that? So I feel like, you know, that's something that I'm praying over too for 2019 is for, you know, God, you know, to open doors, to provide the connections, but also to give me the wisdom on and the courage to step out in faith, and to reach out to people too when, you know, I'm an introverted person. And so me reaching out, you know, that, that alone takes that courage, but you know, God asks us to be bold and to be courageous and he will be with us wherever we go. And so that means even in emails, that means even in contacting churches and, and, you know, asking people for help, you know, in connecting mm-hmm. us with other people. Because the, the bottom line, like you said, what is it at the end of the day? At the end of the day, the Lord knows our heart. At the end of the day, the Lord knows, you know, what he can do with the work that he's put before us. And then, you know, we just pray, that, you know, God, help us keep us with a, you know, renewed heart, with a clean spirit. Help us keep moving forward to do this work, you know, to advance the kingdom and to call, you know, more people to Jesus, to bring more people right. to Jesus.
I've been on your website and I saw what's coming next for you in 2019, but I want you to be able to share what's next for you because I think okay. it's exciting. That practical daily, that's that's what I love. So you go on and you, you tell what's next for you. Uh, well, well, thank you, Jen. Um, but, but but before I do that, I want to um, offer any and everybody that's, uh, that's, that's listening to this podcast and even you can share this with your friends and family or whomever you like. Um, if you go to my website, um, I'm offering a free gift to anybody that goes there. And the free gift is five simple ways to increase your faith over the next 30 days. And uh, in that, you, it's going to require you to put your name in, your first name and your email, and then it will send you this document. And in this document, um, there is a special testimonial about me that very few people know um, that's enclosed in that document. And I, I think that uh, those five simple ways to increase your faith over 30 days, I believe that will be a blessing to many of you um, and that it'll be something very practical that you that uh, everyone can use. But um, beyond that, what's next for me? I've, I've started work on a new on the next book, which is called Note to Self, Poor Man's Proverbs, A Guide to Daily Living. And what it's I mean, I'm still you know, I'm still trying to figure out the structure of it. But essentially, it's going to be these poor man's proverbs on steroids. Basically, <laughs> is the best way to Best way to describe it. So, if those who like uh, Note to Self, uh, you know, the current book, then I'm sure they will love this book as well. Awesome. Yeah, it's probably, probably going to be out probably by the end of end by the end sometime by the end of the year. All right. Any last words of wisdom that you feel led by the Holy Spirit to leave with our audience today, and to me, because I'm being blessed by this as well. <laughs> well, I would just say, um, I would just say this, um, and this is another poor man's proverb, but you know. Um, because I think the world needs this, you know, so this is applicable for the entire world. And that is that, you know, um, love, uh, uh, forgiveness, uh, or let me back up and and say this. Um, unable to forgive people then whatever love we had for them dies it withers away but if we can learn to forgive people then not only does that sort of takes your love and puts it in a whole other category it it it, uh, it, it takes it uh, to um, um it, it, it grows it beyond beyond belief so you know the scripture tells us that you know that that we are to love our brothers you know for the things that they've done you know to us Amen. and i think right now with the, the way this world is we need to love folks and we need to forgive people for the things that they have done. So if I leave anything All for right. anybody, then, then I let's, would love for you let's to go out there, go out there and love on somebody. That's something you know, that I love um, to because do on we all need it. Writes because um, as people are listening to this podcast, not only do they get, you know, the practical tips for writers and challenges, but I also love to just leave Bible verses. Um, do you have a Bible verse that you'd like to share with everybody today? I do. My my favorite is uh, Proverbs uh, chapter three, verses five and six, which basically says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your Amen. own understanding. Amen. In Love all your too. ways, Love acknowledge Him." All right, and if you would like to just lead us out with prayer, straight. we want to just thank you so much. Thank you, Daniel Talley. 
uh, the author, the best-selling author of Note to Self. Guys, all of his links are going to be placed in the description. You've got to go check it out. Trust me, it's going to be a blessing for you and your family. I'd love it if you would gift it to a colleague, a spouse. You can gift on Amazon. Um, gift out to as many people as you can because these words are truly inspired by the Lord and they can reach people for Jesus. So uh, if you could just pray us out, um, that would just be a blessing. Okay, very good. Lord God, we thank you for all that you've done for us um, up to this point in our lives. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to get through uh, the year 2018. We just pray that a special blessing upon everyone listening to, to this podcast and their friends and family, that uh, you will uh, provide them with whatever it is that they need uh, in the year 2019, whether it's um, financial blessings or blessings with their health, healing of relationships, Father God, uh, allowing them to forgive others for the things that they've done for the Lord God. We, we know now that um, we need you more now than we've ever needed you ever in our lives. Amen, God. And, amen just, and amen. Just pray that All right, we challenge you to go and out and write something us, inspiring and today and share it with the world. Amen. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Thanks, Daniel. You guys have, have a blessed day.